new for 96 with your hosts Kevin McCauley and Chris Nguyen. You covertly start recording and then when I start talking shit about Blake Z wrong. Yeah, I then... really get a shield you from this. It's best to capture your true personality, which <laughs> is quite terrible. Candid camera podcast. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we should make it a tradition to slander Blake Z wrong uh, at the beginning of every single podcast, just to get it out of the way. Does that mean that we're recording right now? <laughs> Uh, it's hard to say, really. <laughs> uh, you're, you now get to see, like, everything, so you know we're recording. Um, also, I just blew out a candle, and the new studio space is very small, and the candle, it, like, has released smoke all over, so it's kind of, like, nice and hazy. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get carbon monoxide poisoning and get lightheaded and maybe produce better content. Well, that's the hope, isn't it? <laughs> um, anyways... Hello, Kevin. Hello, Christopher. Damn right, it's my name. Um, this is where we say... <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to New for 96. 96. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to be able to do that with a straight what face. Was it? What was in that candle? <laughs> uh, sorry, you can hear me moving some stuff around. Um... So how was your week? Uh, good. Good. Just trying to um, get everything together for my road trip, which is now terrifyingly like 36 hours away. Yeah. So I, uh, You brought the car over, which is surprising. Like you never take the car out in rain anymore. I know. Well, um, I just, you know, wanted to drive it a little, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's going to get dirty. It's, it's going to get, get dirty. dirty doing 3,000 miles in the yeah. next three days. Yeah. And I noticed that there is something new, uh, or should I say new to you, on yeah. the car. Um, yes. What is it? It has a new front valence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the front smile impact bumper is repainted and filled in and stuff. Yeah. So there, va- it's an SC, so there yeah. are no more fog light holes right no fog light holes at all um and then it plus it it used to have a front rubber turbo rubber front spoiler that goes with a turbo tail yeah uh, and it had that so i and so there was 45 holes approximately yeah in the front valence so all of those are gone now amazing and it looks really good it's so clean yeah it'll never be this clean again because it's gonna get rock chips to hell everything but that's that's fine yeah um no it looks really good and and the fuchs are finally on. So yeah. these are seven and eight inch fuchs, uh, and they are. Those are some pythons you got on there. Look, what? Pythons. They're deep dish. Yeah. Never... That's an industry term. Is it? Maybe. Okay. Well, yeah. They. Um, it is a very polished, very polished. Yeah. Lip, but um, they look very new. They they do. Yeah. The wheel centers are. Nice and black, but the yeah. polished part is very polished. And I couldn't tell, like, if that, like, when it was factory brand new, if it was more of a... I think it was more of an atomized... Yeah, silver. like, kind of like, like a, kind of a cloudy polish yeah, yeah. versus uh, mirror finish. Um, but it looks good. 
Yeah. And I mean, like your eyes immediately go to it because it's the only shiny part or yeah. like chrome-like part on the car. Yeah, that's um, true. But it looks really good. Yeah. And so I took the spacers off. Um, they were 21 millimeter rear spacers. Which I had no idea. That's like significant. Yeah. Um, because, it, you know, if you see 911 with seven inches in the seven inch wheels in the rear. Yeah. Uh, they they are, tuck under. They tuck really under. You got yeah. this huge fender flare that could fit literally a 930 wheel. Yeah. And it's like this recessed wheel. So what, one of the first things I did in the first month of having the car was do the uh, spacers on the rear, which helped, but now I don't need them. And so I do feel you know a little better about yeah. having that off. So I just sold them, shipped them out yesterday to someone. Okay. Oh, you did? You sold them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, when did you sell them? The spacers, not the Oh, wheels. the spacers, sorry. Yeah, just the spacers. Thinking about the wheels, because the wheels are sitting in my currently empty yes. storage space that the helps six and the Cayman. Yeah, and you use it as a... You were shooting them with, like, your Alien B studio lights. Um, yeah. And they looked very nice. Perhaps too nice. <laughs> nice than they actually are. I, I did take, like... I did, like, really bright i did i shot them really bright um sorry, <laughs> sorry i'm signing for kevin to uh, move the mic a little bit closer um is okay. this good enough for you it's a, it's a little too much of you now but okay. um it's fine yeah it's good okay um yeah so i shot them uh i did shoot them a little bit dramatically but i i also did some really like straight on ones with like a ton of lights you really see all the imperfections and how yeah. kind of faded and, and whatever they are. It was kind of nice, like, patina. I guess it was, like, what causes that? Because it was just kind of, like, on the corners of... Of the pedals. Of yeah, the it's pedals. like the edges of the pedals just kind yeah. of, like, and worn off. Is I it just, like, the centrifugal motion or something? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I guess that's kind the of... Erosion the, of 40 years. Yeah, I guess so. Um, they still looked good. It was That's good patina, like, if someone didn't want to refinish them and your yeah. car. Yeah. It was, like, driver quality. It would look like appropriate yeah um, i think so yeah but they look really good and uh, you said that you can't put nines right on the back you can oh, you can it just doesn't there's no benefit okay Be, i mean there's no benefit visually yeah um uh, because on a nine nine it's, wide. it's wider but it all like the extra width is all inside the wheel well yeah the yeah. offset's the same as an eight. Oh, okay. so there was a, on bring a trailer there was a a nine thirty later year mm -hmm. and it had eight and nine which is odd yeah it had eight in front eight inch front and nine inch rear but it's the exact same offset yeah uh visually for like as far as the visual are you talking lip. about that blue one yes yeah yeah that one looked very nice also i learned <laughs> from the comments that it is apparently a thing yes that you point the center of the crest towards the valve stem oh, there's another thing that i have to know now <laughs> yeah about cars yep uh shit yeah wow that is awful i it's, wish i never knew that because now I, I have to do that yeah what, do, or did you do that did uh, you reposition your immediately after reading it yes did you really <laughs> oh my god yeah that's terrible yeah no it's awesome why what is the what, it's what does that just mean? like a visual neatness thing it seems like you'd be all about that your life is based around visual neatness yeah but i've never really even made any type of aesthetic connection between the center cap and the valve stem but now i must will oh do you have any wheel weights on your uh rims um if 
I do, I can't recall. If I do, they're on the inside. Okay. Actually, I don't know. If I do, they're on the inside. When I, on the, uh, the ones I pulled off, they, there was some weights on the inside. Okay. So maybe, but there's none on the outside. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're definitely certain things that I'm very particular about. And even on the non aesthetic, uh, side of things like when i'm adjusting the temperature and if it has like auto ac i have to adjust it in even increments however i'll make an exception for 69 (laughs) so um but do you do that well actually your car currently doesn't have like no temperature like read out on the dial the prius does the prius does yeah do you just uh, adjust it to your comfort instead yeah, of... Yeah, I adjust to my comfort. There's that's times where I want weird. it to be 71, and there's times where... 70... No one wants 71. Sometimes you do. I don't think so. Yeah. When do you want 71? Why yeah. not 72 or 70? Doesn't that feel better Sometimes mentally? 71 feels just right. Mentally, that no. works out. No. Mentally, it's worse, but mentally, it's also better. When we watch TV, Laura likes having the TV volume in increments of five. Yeah. Uh, I applaud her for <laughs> her mental neatness. Um, I do that too. I cannot stand odd numbered, um, settings. I don't know why, except for 69. You're really going to enjoy symmetry in that. You're going to really think about it. You're going to enjoy pointing those center crafts towards the valve stem. God damn it. I don't even know how I, um, for most rims, you have to, t- uh, like, take off the rim to pop out the... Well, you know, I guess you could put in, like, a trim knife and pop out the center caps. But on the Porsche, like, Crest, there are, like, two holes, right? Like... um, Yeah, but you don't need to. They're, like, pinholes that you can just kind of hook into and pull out. Yeah, yeah. They sell, like, a tool, like, a removal <laughs> tool, do. which is, like, $75 or something. And it's, just yeah. like, it's just, like, Apple selling the um, SIM removal tool i guess they include it now but do they i don't think they do i don't know actually i never no i guess they don't because you never have to remove your sim i actually had to did you i yeah. did too and i just used a paper clip i did too uh because i don't but I just, yeah i just swap it between my old phone and new one it's actually silly but amazing that apple has like a dedicated tool when in actuality you could just use a paper clip like you could just yeah. pack a paper clip but that paper clip did seem like oh this is a little bit too thick <laughs> it didn't seem like the paper clip was like, oh, this could damage it. They well, there was thinner once, paper clips. A couple of years ago, I put the SIM card in a phone and like, I somehow screwed it up. This what? is why I can't work. How on did anything. you screw up putting it? It's it's literally shaped. The tray is shaped so that you can't mess it up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it fell in without the tray. I just imagine you sitting there with this phone engulfed in flames. Like scratching your head. I wonder if I did something wrong. I definitely um, did. It took yeah. a while to get the, to get it out. Yeah. Um, well, now you can have two. Mm-hmm. The uh, X. I I think the S can hold like two SIM cards, which now it doesn't matter because you can get like. Uh, I think in the past, like I wanted that for like as like a separate business line or something, you could have like a second SIM card, so have a second number, but you could never do that with an iPhone. And now it doesn't matter because I think I use a Google Voice. Or yeah. I do use a Google well, Voice. I think you can also have like a virtual SIM. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Or a digital SIM. SIM or something. Yeah. Um, I have a 713 number for my Google Voice, which 713 is like the original area code for Houston, which 
Oh, that's cool. Being that's, like a New York, that's like a New York 254. Yeah. Oh, 212. 212. 212. Yeah, like, I don't know anyone with a 212. Like, I have a, I have a friend and his cell phone is 212. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Does he still live in New York? New York? Yeah, he's in New York. Okay, lucky him. Yeah. He could probably sell that for an amount. Probably. Yeah. No one, no one would pay me for a 713. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I... I called into a dealership in Georgia today because they had a an '84 Carrera. Um, this that is the one cool. with the the bronze Fuchs. Yeah, the platinum Fuchs. Platinum Fuchs. Yeah, looks so good. it looks really. I think it looks kind of cool. Like I like it. I couldn't tell if I liked it at first, but it, it's definitely grown on me. I really like that. Yeah. I like that combo. And they look to be um, sevens and eights, um, but I can't tell. And I also can't tell if they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to get back to me on Monday, uh, with service records a little bit more. It's consigned at this dealership. So that's probably a good thing because I might be able to negotiate. Um, but when I called in the gentleman who seemed of another generation, uh, took my name. I don't follow. What do you mean by that? It's hard to say. Um, <laughs> uh, he was classified likely as boomer status um okay. and according to the website like roster the team roster like that can be confirmed very easily that they are <laughs> very boomer and very white and it all is fine um but when i did give him my what are you trying to say <laughs> he did have an accent and by the way this was a corvette dealership um and uh and you, you know how I know that it was a Corvette dealership because in the photos, the dashboard is so greased up with like armor all, like you could see yourself in it. Um, it's probably the most protected, like 9-11 dashboard, um, known to man. I don't even know if armor all actually does anything. It's just, I think it's just grease. Like, yeah, it's just grease. Yeah. Um, it lubricates so the dust just flies right off. Or it gets stuck on it. <laughs> yeah. In the grease. Um, anyway, so... I leave my name because he's going to call me back about this information. I spell out my last name and G-U-Y-E-N. He's like, is that Vietnamese? <laughs> and I'm just like, I really, I'm just, I don't want to go through this. And he's like, why not? You speak English pretty well for, for, I think I, I cut him off. I was like, I was born and raised here. Um, he's like, oh, okay. And then we went about our hanging ups, but um yeah so that was an interesting part of my day i'm sorry i never compliment you on your english speaking ability before this well i've been waiting yeah that's what it sounds like so i'm sorry i know you haven't done that for blake because well i wouldn't be able to pass that compliment compliment off either (laughs) one day blake you keep at it you keep at it buddy um anyways so i'm kind of excited because this one I think I'm closer to liking this one more than like the 900 of them that I sent to you this week. Yeah. Um, Which are the same 900 that you sent last week. It's like the market's not changing, but you, it isn't. I know like the same thing that I found, which is that they're all black. Yeah. And they're all Targas. Yeah. There's so many Targas. There's so many Targas. There are also so many Cabriolets considering how few of them I think they made. Well, they didn't. SCs at least. Yeah, SC, I think they only made it officially, like, 83 mm-hmm. as a as a convertible. And there are quite a few of them. And I even have, like, in my searches, like, uh, coupes only. Like, I filter out Targas and... There's people that won't list it. 
They won't list it. Because they know that it's garbage. Yeah. Well, they're so cheap, like, relatively. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so that's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, because I found that uh, G50, that 87 that I sent you, that's, like, 150 miles away. It's just so close, but I can't own another black car. Yeah. Like, it would be the end of me. Um, so I've passed on, like, there's so many, there's so many of them, and they're, like, priced okay. And I don't think they're priced okay because they're black. Like, I think people are willing to buy black cars, no problem. Um, but, so I was hoping for an interesting color. We'll see. This one is Guards Red, um, which I know is more of an obvious color than it is an interesting color, but I really... But it's a classic. It's so yeah, good. It's it kind works. of, it's the iconic color. Um, otherwise, I would love a yellow oh, yeah. one. Uh, and I, there, I've only seen one in my price range, like a yellow one. It was a pale yellow um sc but it had kind of questionable history so mm-hmm. um anyways yeah they never made they made the convertible mm-hmm. but i think a lot of people took it upon themselves to make their own convertibles oh from i've Targus, seen that from I've seen some really interesting there was, ones there was never officially a convertible until yeah. 83 like in the entire so 9-11 history i've never even looked into like uh how the targa is like constructed is that like, is the hoop part of the frame? Like, is it attached to, like... Because it's a roll bar. Mm-hmm. Is it attached to, like... Um, like, is it welded in the frame, or is it just cut out of, like, a coop? Um, like... It's just, it's a different design, but it's bolted in, I believe. I guess it... Like, I've never thought about whether or not it's just, like... It's, like, fully integrated. It's, like, seam welded in or something. I'm not sure. I have no idea, yeah. Um, or if it's stamped in there i i'm kind of curious about it now just because if people are cutting it off like well or then um yeah like how drastic that would like change the driving dynamics um i mean i think that's like pretty much what porsche did too when they made the actual (laughs) convertible because yeah it's the same window line and everything yeah that's true um which is always kind of the shame about Targa is just in general like that. One, of, one of some might say many shames about Targa's <laughs> like on the 996 when I was looking at 996's um, a few years ago I considered the Targa because I thought it was kind of neat that it was this huge glass roof that cost mm-hmm. $15,000 to replace um, and but the one thing that always bothered me was where the C-pillar like met the fender yeah. where they had that like cut line to mm-hmm. remind you that this is very different. It so, started life as a cabrio. It, yeah, they ha- it was a cabrio line, and it looked bad. <laughs> well, and you lose that that C pillar is yeah. the best part of the I car. I know where it and like if you lose it because it's like on the coupe. It like is a nice radius. Yeah, that's sorry. That's what I meant. When yeah, I said the best line on the car yeah. is the C pillar because it it flows and it just the way that the the windows border and each other. This looks like. They had to do it, like, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They, but, so it has like this sharp, like, angle to it as opposed to a radius. Um, I still like. I don't mind. But it's a, it, it is a cut line. I mean, yeah. it's like a giant. It is a contraption. It looked hard worse top on the nine nine three. Um, although, like, the nine nine three was kind of cool because it was like the first moving, like, huge moving glass top roof, um, Porsche at least. Um, mm-hmm. I... Didn't they all have the little spoiler? Or was that just 90? Oh, the hoop? 
Yeah. Uh, it was just nine to five, I think. You done the target? I thought I the target. Know, all, I thought the all That's the a good question. Had. I don't know if on the target it was uh, different. I guess that would make sense because it wouldn't have had a mounting point for the uh, third brake light. Oh, when we were talking about targets, yeah. When Patrick was here, yeah. I didn't get a chance to complain about aesthetically the hood gap being a bigger oh the 993 the 993 yeah was that what we were talking did i say that you said the targa oh sorry there's a big panel there's a big gap but it's not a panel gap yeah 993 yeah there's a gap like the hood gap to the front bumper is is twice or three times as big as any of the cut lines around it very prominent and i i guess it's to help with um latch access when you pop the hood but I actually don't know don't the know. reason, but yeah, I agree, and that's why I like light colors. I mean, and it might don't be a really work well. Thing? Maybe I don't know. Well, the whole like all of that it's Every designed other car to rain has a hood, so who knows? I know, and why like they've more or less like all like air cooled Porsche hood lines are uneven for various mm-hmm. reasons. Yours is now, I think, like before you had that kind of um, it was it wasn't even a gasket. What is that like? rubber piece i guess um that gets wavy over time you know what i'm talking about no the like the like, top of the accordion like the, the top of the smile bumper yeah yeah top yeah, yeah top of the bumper yeah i don't know if it's a gasket or if it's just a trim piece it's a yeah it's just, a trim. just a trim piece. yeah that like gets wavy over time basically mm-hmm. yeah um so like unless it's a fully restored one or you've got a restored front bumper they all look like they have slightly uneven hood gaps um at least to me uh but yeah on the 993 that's the one thing that bothered me about that because i think it looks good in white and yellow and other kind of bright colors except when you're looking at it from the front like the 993 you just see that wider hood gap mm-hmm. um oh i just watched uh the motor week retro review for the 964 um oh. and two things to note from that um, one, John Davis described the 964 as uh, when you're watching it on the weekends, it's an R-rated activity because of all the curves. Um, <laughs> How did he say that, though? He said it like this. <laughs> he, that's probably his bedroom talk. Baby, this is R-rated. Uh, and the second part is that uh, the 0 to 60 time was like four and a half seconds, which is like really impressive and i didn't really think about i mean uh, it had what the 3.6 was the um 964 yeah i think so 240 horsepower um four-wheel drive though they they did test drive a c4 mm-hmm. um but four and a half seems like really quick for yeah, for the time for that the time really quick um so uh, and i didn't see if that was consistent across like all test results. Car and driver probably got like two seconds flat because they always <laughs> <laughs> undercut everybody by like multiple seconds. Um, but um, so those <laughs> those only those were the only two things that I got out of that review. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So we'll see. Uh, back to that kind of well for like a brief second at least. I. I'm going to talk to them a little bit further, um, that Georgia dealership and see if like something can't be done. Uh, because like, I really do, uh, I haven't driven, like I miss, I actually missed the Cayman a little bit. Like really, but 
It's only been a week or two. I know, but like, and actually, like the BMW is fine. It's just a, it like it's fine. The I tried to take the Celsius out every once in a while, um, and it's raining, so I didn't take it out uh, just because I try to keep it clean because it's also it's a black paint and I've just like even with ceramic coating on it, like washing it will still like it will degrade the ceramic and then I'll start getting spider webs and swirls and I wish I could just let it get dirty but I can't the BMW I like it dirty like I rarely ever wash that thing that's um, good that's good yeah yeah it's a daily driver too and it's dirt color I mean it's green yeah so it just kind of it will never it will never like naturally have a like gleaming mirror shine to it so <laughs> um but we'll put spacers um on the e91 the wagon uh and i they're 12 and 18 so 12 in the front 18 in the back that's pretty significant yeah pretty significant and they they push out the it like it looks really i hope not too much but it looks just like aggressive enough and it has the stock 17s on there and i think the 17s actually really work well for um that body and they're really good they're concave so like it's just kind of like this discreet aggressiveness. Um, yeah, and for your daily driver, like you wouldn't necessarily want to upgrade to 18s or you know or no. I had 18s on something. my old E90, and they were so rough around um, yeah. inner city roads. Um, so, and I also look forward to uh, changing out the tires because uh, it's on run flats right now. The, like the OEM, um, oh, the probably not the I have ones from the factory, but they're Bridgestone pretends is uh run flats are just bad i do not like you have them on the mini right um i cannot recall okay probably like i think your so wife prefers to like stick with the oem stick with the oem to get to the dealer um that whole like that lifestyle and so she probably has um yeah the there's some kind of flats. continental in there the factory one that we yeah. replaced like one at a time every six months or yeah. not, not every six months we've just replaced them like one or two at a time for yeah. the last four years yeah um i want to put some pilot sports on because they're they have they have uh they it just i had i replaced the ones on the e90 my old e90 with them and they're they're a good tire there's a reason why um everybody loves them i guess um you have michelin's on the 911 right yeah, they're like whatever Porsche recommends for a 1980-911. Yeah. What they currently recommend, it's a Michelin Pilot Exalto. Okay. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. I think I, if you had something really sticky, you yeah. would just notice like the chassis flexing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got Michelins for the Celsius. Um, I didn't get the ones that I wanted, though. Like, And it's so weird like shopping for like comfort tires because uh, mm. I wanted the Celsius to be like cushy um, and like I've just it's been so I don't think I've ever actually shopped for like comfort tires and so I wanted to get um, I think it's called like they're like the Michelin prestige or something and Nate was actually um, shopping for a set for his daily driver in LS 430 mm-hmm. and so but these like the, the ones on the Celsius have like tremendous sidewall um and tremendous tread too but i got uh michelin uh defenders which sounds weird it sounds like a uh, for a truck um yeah. but um so last year the next two 
40, 50, 80,000 miles. Yeah, they're they're rated 100,000. Like what? the tread depth is tremendous. Wow. I know. I hope they don't last that long cuz I actually don't like them. Yeah. I wish it, like I took it to NTB and they were out of the tire that I wanted that were like the best comfort tires that you could buy. Um they're Prestige AS2s or something like that. Uh and so I I, I went with their like next next best thing which was the Defenders. And it's just a little like rough. They they ride like a tire that is rated for a hundred thousand miles. So I have slight regrets about that. Um, too bad. I know. What can you do? Um, and I completely forgot. Like, you know, when you get like a new car and you are just like immersed in like how to improve it. Um, and I I still have like the windows. I keep like 105 tabs open at all times uh, and I keep them in separate windows like grouped by like whatever is distracting me at the moment Mm -hmm. and so I still have like uh, Japanese Yahoo auctions open for Celsius parts and I I forgot that I had like that uh, search going because there's still like parts that I want to get for it. Right now I'm on the E91 Um, and so I could never do that because I... compulsively cl- like command w close windows no, really I command i close stuff like what? like constantly what if you want to think about it later which is why i, have... I might like bookmark it okay because but... you bookmark them i don't think i've bookmarked anything like in years but so what i'll do is i have a tab saver too which has mm. like probably at least a thousand tabs uh, saved uh, this is not normal those are bookmarks and what you're describing is no, bookmarks. it's a tab saver it's not as formal as a bookmark i feel like a bookmark is like when you want to save this forever you're marrying this website <laughs> uh yeah. and i also it's have it's called holy matrimony yeah i guess uh i also have i used to use google reader and um so i use I replaced it with Feedly when Google Reader went away. I still have like about 900 um, links saved there. And when you save a link, that is a bookmark. It is not. It is a... Actually, it is in the shape of a bookmark, the icon. for. But it's just tagged. Uh, And on Twitter, I I have a... I use um, tweet... uh, uh, Why can't I think of the name? TweetDeck. And mm-hmm. so I have a collection uh, that I created for Read Later, and there are probably 500 plus tweets that I mean to get to, but by that, there are links um, that I mean to get to at some point. Then. Anyways, when I retire, I will, in like 40, 50, I actually don't plan on retiring, but mm-hmm. so I'll never get to these. Okay. Um, uh, but so you favorited those tweets i made i guess i guess you didn't actually read those things no okay of course not don't be stupid um yeah so the e91 i still have like i oh i found like ecs tuning has a like a three-stage intake manifold kit really yeah so you don't have to put it i mean you could also just go and get the parts and put it together yourself but they package it all together it's really expensive though, like from them, or I guess because they're sourcing from OEM parts, but it's like fourteen hundred dollars, um, mm-hmm. and then you have to get it installed, obviously. Um, they offer the wheel that I want for the mini. 
Oh. Like the OEM yeah. black 16-inch wheel. Yeah. How much they, are the wheels? They're so cheap. <laughs> like, it's really stupid that I haven't done this yet. You Because it's that. like 260 per wheel. Oh, yeah. That's not And then I can get new tires. Yeah. Um, and that would be nice. You should do that. I know. Um, Maybe the end of the year I've been spending too much money. Oh, but, my God. Um, yeah. Uh, side note on that three-stage intake manifold thing that... And as like a reminder, like what it does. So I've got um, a 328i wagon and the three stage, this has a single stage intake manifold. So the horsepower rating is like uh, 230. And so um, this bumps it up to the 335i's horsepower rating, which was 335 or 330, sorry, 330. Um, and it's bolt on and you have to do an ECU flash, but Fourteen hundred dollars is a lot. Like on eBay, the individual parts are like less than five hundred dollars, but they're used. And mm. um, I mean, it's probably fine. It's just an intake manifold, but um, we'll see. Uh, but the problem is, if I pick up this other car, my attention's gonna be diverted towards that. So yeah, you should you do that. Hear that? Oh my god. Okay, everything's like magnified. I think it's a plane. Yeah, I think so. We have heightened awareness. It might be a blimp. What does uh-huh. a blimp sound like, by the way? Um, like a balloon? Blake rode in the Goodyear blimp once. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's a thing that he would do. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's my ultimate like travel, like commuting goals, is by blimp. I want to blimp to places. I'll blimp there. I'll meet you there by blimp. That's when you'll be a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if blimps are fast, though. They just kind of no. You don't have to be fast to be a supervillain flying a blimp. Do you find it comical how little the propellers are that like move blimps? (laughs) They're very tiny now. Also, submarines, all like all kind of like tubular means of transport have like really small propellers, and I don't understand how that works. Because planes have huge propellers, don't they? No. Well, not relative their to their size. Well, I guess it's the same thing. I don't know. Stop asking me they questions. They planes have more. Oh, that's true. They have more. Sometimes. I guess. Well, they have the... Like, a Cessna has a big one in the front. Um, yes. That's Some the only them. plane I know, so we'll okay. stop it there. <laughs> uh, or, like, a helicopter has a huge propeller. It's massive. A helicopter is, like, the most janky and, like, inefficient, like, way of of getting somewhere like it is it is a vibrating mess of physics that should not be happening and you know how they say like a incandescent light bulb is like it puts off it's it the most of its energy is is creating heat yeah and then like you know 30 percent is producing light yeah a helicopter i think it's like most of the energy is killing pilots and passengers and crashing and then like 30 percent is air travel in a vertical <laughs> and sometimes forward motion i don't know if it like the deaths happen that often. Um, my mother, who used to um, work in oil and gas, uh, she uh, used to ha- she would have to take a helicopter out to rigs um, to inspect them, basically. And so each year she had to go through helicopter training um, or safety training, which involved being belted into a like a shell of a helicopter and then dunked upside down in water. To see if see, you they know get out that it's unsafe. You're telling you are proving that they are unsafe. That you take these precautions. Have you ever done that for getting on an airplane? Yeah. Oh God. You you never have. 
Um, you can do that for a car, though. Like, you, you can get, um, like, car submerging training. Can we do that? Actually, that would be kind of fun. It'd be, like, maybe slightly nightmare-inducing, but also let's, kind of fun. Let's do that. Let's do that. I don't know how... Where do you should we like yelp this? You like, just said you that you can do that. I know that in the like in the air in the world somewhere you can do this. I've seen it on TV. I feel like oh okay fine. Um, so when you said you can do this, you meant you can be on Fear Factor. Somebody can do this. Okay. Oh yeah, um, I'm like all tangled uh, up. Yeah, That's, you're so unprofessional. Uh, I was speaking of the mini. I was at the dealership yeah. and i test drove an i3 this week oh yeah uh, you just, harassed a salesman just to kill time um yes okay but i was really curious and i wanted to drive it and they so, i could have bought carbon one. tub rear wheel drive yeah the perfect supercar yeah they didn't have any new ones because they don't like the car <laughs> and it doesn't sell well it is a and i'm it's, sure it's a pimple in their like uh sales lineup yeah, I mean, I noticed, I started noticing last year in the dealer that they didn't have any depth, like, they didn't have any in the showroom. They basically pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but I test drove a 2016. Yeah. That was $23,900. Amazing. Original price, 50. Oh, my God. Original price, 60. Yeah. It was fully loaded. Oh, my God. With, with a range extender, the whole thing? Yeah, maximum range, maximum depreciation. Yep. I think the range is still like 45 miles. No, I mean, with the yeah. range extender, it's like between 100 and 150. Okay. But what? No, it's not that low, is it? It is. No. The range, it only has like two and a half gallons of gas. Oh, oh the range extender provides that. Yeah. Okay. Not the, but the total range. That is the total range. What? The total electric range is very low. It's like sub 100. No. Yeah. Wait, we have to look that up. Um, I feel like it's more. I actually like the i3. I just looked at this. I, I like it too. I just yeah. looked this up. But um, A friend of mine um, bought one for like 19, uh, like I, last year or something. Um, but that's pretty astonishing. Like I, 72 miles battery only. What? The electric range is 72 miles. Okay. That is, this is the previous gen. This is not the life cycle impulse. The LCI. LCI. Yes. Uh... That's pretty astonishing. Um, I thought it was more. Like it never was more, and that's why I, I thought, thought it, it two hundred so much. Yeah. No, that's why it flopped. I think it flopped so much because it was so like polarizing in terms of its looks. Um, but I, I don't think that's what worked for like the second gen Prius. You no know? one has had, not even Toyota has been able to replicate like um, the second gen Priuses. Like <laughs> the aura of why people ended up buying that car because like. Look at Honda. Honda tried to copy it with the Insight, uh, mm-hmm. the second gen Insight, and that was a flop. But also, like that car never made sense. I feel like as a packaging exercise. Um, but there are other kind of like like the Leaf. The Leaf, I think, kind of works. But I don't know if that's a sales success either. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, and I'm also not sure. Yeah. Um. So just some things. The visibility, I thought, out of the front was not good because yeah. the pillars are very large yeah um i don't know why i i think i'm gonna guess that with carbon fiber there's just different um, it has a carbon fiber tub and i'm guessing that this is not this is obviously not lfa grade carbon fiber right yeah you, you get a carbon fiber that's like this is 60 percent fiberglass <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, an, I mean? it's an open weave <laughs> yeah and which is fine i mean it's it's a theoretically affordable car um 
So it makes sense that it's not as good, but they, as a result of not being quite as strong, maybe they make the, the tub and the pillars enormous and it probably gives it great safety ratings. But I did almost hit a pedestrian going on under going around a underpass under a U-turn because yeah. there was someone just walking in the in the U-turn lane like who does that very not like not paying attention. That's at all. like that would be like under what our like that's a twelve lane freeway. So you're like walking for a quarter mile basically, not quite yeah. a quarter mile, but like Houston like uh, underpasses are very scary places. Um, anyways, because there are, like, flying electric cars, um, that you can't hear coming. Yeah. Uh, did they make any, like, so, the LCI, what's improved about it? Um, the range has improved a little. Okay. Um, and I they, think it's over 100 for the battery only. Didn't they introduce, like, a... And it has more power. It has a, more torque. Okay. It's a little sportier. I was about to say, they introduced, like, a sporty aspect to it and i don't don't really recall quite i'm not exactly sure i know it has more torque okay and i think more battery power and maybe and better motors yeah um i don't know what's funny is on this one 2016 the newest one they had available because they don't even carry the car in stock because they hate it so much yep um the comfort is like sport comfort is like what you would think of a sport on another bmw yeah because comfort is the most decadent mode because you put it on comfort decadent yes because if you put it on comfort then you're getting oh this is the temperature i want whereas if you're on eco you get like oh right not yeah. as much climate and oh, stuff but so that's like on more every energy. like your car is it like pre all these like modes yeah uh because the next gen prius i think has um that mode it has an eco mode and i just find it to be so like I don't know that anyone actually. My dad puts it in eco mode on his, on his HS two fifty H. I mean, I've been in many cars with an eco mode or an eco button. It's just funny as a BMW. It's usually this sliding scale between sport and comfort, and yeah. comfort's the lamest. And in the in the i three, comfort yeah. is the best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's his, that's his, that's the good one. Oh god. Um, um, but I, I like how you could the, the carbon fiber when you open the door and you see the carbon tub yeah like it is kind of ugly like yeah. there is like a scene Unlike like it's not the, beautiful it's 4c it's where they hide it yeah and the 4c you and know it's, it's that ugly but they put this decorative piece of big weave carbon fiber yeah. over it um glazed yeah um that but, is so uh i wonder if i can keep that a lo- around for a while um the i3 I three because they've had it what since twenty fifteen or something something like that yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a pre production one in twenty thirteen yeah um, yeah uh, I don't know I mean, they've already announced that the next one's not going to be carbon fiber <laughs> really but they've also announced I mean they also they they were about to announce the i five and then they canceled it like yeah. I think they are that. not sure what they're doing specifically with electric cars but also in general i think the formula is pretty clear for a premium green car and tesla like nailed it in the sense that it's this big obvious like status symbol like and you can price an i3 uh up to the price of maybe a used tesla i don't know actually what does a model s start at um, upper 60s? I think it's in the 70s. 70s probably. So they get 
the gap is pretty close, I feel like. But maybe. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the model that works. I think if you look at the Bolt, there's a car with a range of 240 miles. Well, that's the other thing, too. And it's inexpensive, yeah. and, and yeah, it, it, it just you... looks like a car. But I think the thinking when the i3 was developed was, because BMW tried, they had the, remember the Mini E? Mm-hmm. And I think they found there were so many trade-offs when you take a conventional car yeah. and put electric components in it and make an electric car from a normal chassis. They found there's so many trade-offs. Like, we have to do a clean sheet yeah. for this to be efficient enough to pack enough batteries and not have it be right. heavy and have it still so, drive like... I mean, and, this, and the i3 did drive really nice. Yeah. Like, the way that it drove was really excellent. I like how different it looks. Like, it literally looks like a piece of technology. Yeah, um, and the interior is one of the best anywhere. Yeah. It's much cooler than the i8. It's yeah. better than any BMW interior. But like, and but that's a car where it makes sense to lease it instead of buy it. Well, I mean, that's at this stage, that's any electric car, except for a Tesla. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and that is probably one of the few electric cars that, when you look at it, the used market, they. They depreciate very slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're now down to the 40s for like, you probably get one in the 30s at super high mileage, but um, versus like a Leaf, which is immediately like $5,000 after the first year. And then, yeah, like the i3, like I think the cheapest one you can buy now is under 15 grand, which a lot of car for the money. Like, yeah. Um, and. But it is kind of I, it, it's a really cool car. I think that it was just, it I it was meant to be. I don't know if they meant it to be just kind of like this brief experiment, basically. And I think it was part of a long term thing. I think it didn't go yeah. the way they thought it would, and then it was marketed very poorly. But also, I think I think saying, "Hey, it, here's this city car. It has less range than a Leaf. Yeah, but it costs twice as much. Yeah." Um, but it is better. It's more dynamic. But, like, don't you care about those things? I yeah. think, I don't know if it had the range of a volt yeah. or a bolt. Do you think that part of Tesla's charm is that the whole brand is about, um, electric vehicles versus if like, say, you know, the mission E whenever the Porsche one comes out or like if BMW had a dedicated luxury, um, hybrid or sorry, uh, electric sedan, would it have the same like kind of cachet? Like, would someone look at it and say like, um, or would someone buy that because like it is, has that kind of cachet as a premium EV, um, or or not? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I think Tesla has proven its electric bona fides, obviously. Because um, when you look at a Tesla, the, you know it's a Tesla. Necessarily haven't. I I keep I keep talking about range obviously which is the most basic thing with any electric vehicles but with tesla you've got this literal safety net in this giant network of superchargers i don't like the idea that if you wanted to travel somewhere and drive there and you could get there with these superchargers i if you don't have a tesla and you wanted to drive an electric car to another city that's 300 miles away yeah I don't know that it's any easier now than it was in like 2011. I feel like the infrastructure has I not changed at all. I would agree, but I always look at that as like a semi-hollow argument because like electric cars have always meant 
like the whole like notion is that where cars are most wasteful are in the city right um, but, we are, but i understand I mean, americans are not logical at thinking like that's why americans buy an suv because they might use it to move one weekend a year right it's like i might need to go here and if this I, is my only car i think people are slowly getting over that though because there are a lot more EVs I'm not. now. Well, where do you, when do you travel long distance in your own car? Like, how often does that happen? I drive to Austin sometimes once a month. Not once, a, really, once a month. But not now because it's the summer. But I mean, yeah. in the fall and the spring sometimes. Yeah. Well, but in but you would take the nine. Well, sometimes you took the nine eleven. Um, but um, I feel like right justification doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, like. When people compare, like when they, I I feel like if you own an i three or you own Belief or you own something that was um, that had limited range, that that isn't a consideration or it shouldn't be a consideration. It, I think it is a consideration. I think you can't have it not be a consideration. I don't know. Uh, I just think like if if you like, I at one point considered getting an EV and as. Not necessarily an only car, maybe an only car, but this was years ago. Um, and I thought to myself, oh yeah, well, what if I want to go to Austin or something like that? Or want to go somewhere where obviously the range doesn't take me, like what would I do then? Like, I guess I just rent a car and that thought didn't dissuade me. Like it wasn't a consideration. I think for me. most people, I think for most people, if you're making payments on a car and then you have to pay to rent another car. Maybe. I don't know. I just always thought it, it like EVs were perfect runabouts and like I'm very much a city person like I live like deep in the city and I'm when I thought about like what I had to do on a day to day basis like an EV makes like perfect sense because mm-hmm. like I might travel at most 20 miles but in stop and go traffic like in a day. And if even that, really. And so... And I3 makes really perfect sense. I mean, it, it is nice to drive. Yeah. Very nice to be in. Yeah. Good inputs. Like, nice. Like, I like the way it feels. Yeah. Just, um, I just don't know it, the, the value. New, obviously, the value was questionable. But, right. um, yeah, I think it was not quite the right strategy. Not not just how it was marketed, how it looked, but just the, the balance of, of range versus... I think, well, you're right, because um, buyers who pay a lot of money, I think, do want the differentiation. It's just that I think they want differentiation towards the, like, I spent a lot of money versus the, I'm different, uh, like, type of marketing. So, yeah. which is where I think where the Prius came in, where it didn't matter, like, what your um, economic status was, like, it, this was a more about um the original or the second gen prius at least was more about standing out as like um like care being more green i suppose mm-hmm. um and in this instance like buying an i3 doesn't make you more green and at the same time it does also isn't really a status symbol on the like um luxury brand side either like it kind of exists in this kind of like weird in between like it's just kind of a quirky car i guess yeah. Um, I I would honestly like if I was in the market for an EV, that would be a strong contender. Um, because I like the way they drive, and I kind of like how quirky they look. Um, I don't like I don't think it's a, an attractive car, but I think it works for what it is. Like if you don't look at it as a car and more of like an appliance, 
Um, Could you imagine if they didn't sell it here? Like how cool we would think it is. Oh, I know. Like the Z, it'd be like the Z one. And here's the thing: is that like I don't think I'd ever consider like if I was in the market for an EV, I wouldn't consider a car that was a an ICE car to start and was converted to an EV, like a uh, an e golf or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think there are better options for um, like that type of lifestyle, I guess, if you're looking for that. Honestly, if I was looking for an EV today, it'd probably be like a used Tesla or something. Um, and I'm, well, I'm a, like, and I have like mixed feelings about, uh, I'm not like a Tesla fanboy by any means, like, um, but I do think they do a good thing. Like as far as um, the type of cars that they're producing, um, Anyways, I agree. Yes. <laughs> Would you ever buy a Model Three? Um, I think I think maybe I could yeah. definitely see it. I I think. Um, or would you buy? Possibly. Would you buy a Model S over a Model Three? Like, let's say, both options are between thirty and forty thousand dollars. Um. Or even less, like in the used market. Like a Model Three eventually is going to depreciate to like twenty five grand or something. I I don't think I I prefer the three just because I I think I like the size better. Yeah. Um, and I like that it's like even more future looking, and it's like if you're gonna go for that, like yeah. go all in. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like the Model S is kind of long in the tooth now. It's twenty. Was it twenty twelve when it was yeah. introduced? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but the I mean, funny it was thing, first shown in, like, 2009, but it went on yeah, sale in 2012. The funny thing is that, like, I don't think it's gone stale, though. Like, the design... No. I think they could improve the interior um, quality, but beyond that, like, it still looks good. And it's kind of like a good icon. for they just kind of, in Prius vein, except without going, like, weird and wacky as <laughs> the Prius has gone, like, they could probably sell that car for, like, another three years and get away with it without, like, a major redesign. Um, I don't see them doing a redesign in three years. Really? Yeah. I mean, you might be right. Like they, (laughs) I, well, I wonder if like part of the plan was to, it probably wasn't to phase it out, but they had that like product matrix where they had like these, uh, do you remember that? Like when they had like five cars planned on like basically sitting on the roller skate the Tesla uh, the Model S roller skate yeah yeah um, this, you're talking like 2010 there was a yeah. different roadster that looked like basically looked like a Model S roadster yeah um but anyways uh ooh we're coming up on the hour mark here oh god should we take a look at things yes um I always forget about this, and Kevin always walks in my house with a brochure <laughs> under his arms. And it's the whole premise here. It no. Oh yeah. Um. Well, what do you have, Kevin? Um. Well. I don't have it with me. What? But I was uh, the one thing. Just stay with me here. All right. I. Someone. One of one of our friends sent me. We talked in the first couple episodes about the hot cars binder yes i was gifted one i don't think i've talked about a, it on the podcast a binder i was i was gifted an amazon gift it was a it was a used hot cars trademark symbol 
binder with all those leaflet pages. Whoa. I was gifted this. This is very nice. It arrived at my house. And... How is it? Uh, as good as you remember. Because oh you still have a bunch of these leaflets. God. This is the whole binder. I... Uh, which is a one of 14 in the full set. I yeah. do not want it anymore. You imagine, like, someone having, like, an entire bookshelf of these... I mean, I, do they still make them? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um... So what I want to say is, I would like to give this away to one lucky listener. Oh, whoa. And we'll ship it. We'll have some kind of, not even a contest, just say, like, I want it. Yeah. Basically. We'll post it on Instagram. I'll tell you what, first person to, well, should we do this, I, should we do this on Instagram or Twitter? We'll do this on Instagram, okay. but we'll, we're just laying the groundwork here. But we're, what, what means, communication means, should they? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay, yeah. so it, it's like first. I don't see an app. Oh, all right, Siri. You can't. Yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> and we gift it to Siri. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's all for that. But I did bring. Yeah. Oh. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a 2014 full model lineup. We were discussing. Uh, whether there should be a year cut off for literature because at some point it's just like cars with features that we all are we're all familiar okay, with. Okay, but this one's very ironic because this is Mitsubishi Motors. Yeah. Um, Niche interest motors. Yeah. I'll admit it's not the most exciting thing, but hey. what else gives you the Outlander Sport? Yeah. The Lancer. Whoa. The Lancer Rally Art. Whoa. The Lancer Sportback. Okay, you're right. This is terrible. But yeah. let me just skip to the Aimee. I don't... Ooh, it's got the Mirage. It ha- Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't mind the Outlander as like a small CUV type thing. I think they made it terrible at one point. Yeah. Um, like, I think it just looks like everything oh, else. Man. It looked cool when it kind of looked like the Lancer. I saw a Mirage of the day, and one thing that I didn't realize is that it has a Uniwiper in the front. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's like, I was kind of taken aback by that. I might be wrong, though. Maybe it was a different car. Here's the IMEV. The IMEV oh, is a of EVs. revolutionary electric-powered zero-emissions vehicle. Features. LED rear combination lights. Ooh. That's the first one it lists. Yeah. Does it LED. list a crash test rating? Um, no, it does not. My God. And that's it. That's all that's of them. That's short. That's, that's all of these. That is all that's interesting about that. <laughs> that concludes... Look at, this photo. Look at this photo of all, all of them. They couldn't get them all in the same color. They nope. wanted to. You know? Um, that is... They're... They all look like that now, still, don't they? Um, I think they introduced another SUV in like 2015, and now they have the the Eclipse Cross. I saw that in our group chat the other day, and I had no idea that was a thing. You don't remember it debuted last time? It actually, no. it actually debuted like right around the time of the big eclipse in August. Oh my! Or not God. debuted, but it, like I think they started press launches. Really? Or, because they tied it in with the eclipse, oh. which was showing a lot of foresight. I guess so. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've pulled something out of my own archives. I guess I'm done talking about the IMEO. Yeah, I gotta stop you. <laughs> um, but first, I'd like for you to open the cover. 
So what I've handed Kevin is something, but actually what I really want to talk about is oh. what's inside. God ha, damn ha, it. Ha. Uh, I, hid, I hid a different brochure within like a bigger piece of... I was wondering how you're going to get through this 300-page book. Yeah. Oh, but Kevin, what is it? It's a extremely aggressively sepia-toned sub 900 slash 9000 why is why is it height why why is there a slash uh what do you mean oh because it's both the sub 900 and the 9000 they're different cars kevin was this the only two cars they sold yes really yeah so this was the full line in the 90s all they had was the 900 and 9000 what about the convertible well 900 cabriolet oh my god so yeah that's what's amazing. It was a car company that consisted of, consisted of two cars. I don't know if that was a successful they ha- strategy. Um, I should say that I had a 900. But the reason why I have this is because I have a... I used to have one. I had a 95-900 SE. And um, this is a 97 brochure. 97-98. So that was the last year of the 900 before it went to the 9.3. And the 9,000 went away and the 9.5 came in. Both of these, by the way, are GM cars that um, are, are the underpinnings are that. Um, oh, Kevin, by the way, everyone yes. hates sobs, which is why I decided to uh, pick this brochure. But I want to show you. Uh, sobs so, are fine. They're by the way, fine. the 97 and the 98, 98 especially, um, were the LCIs. Like, they had updates. Can I just say I don't hate sobs? I do think SPGs are S. You, I think sobs. those are pretty cool. I've heard you insult Blake so many times because he's like, "Hey, Kevin, here's this interesting thing about sobs," and then you tilt your martini towards him and completely soak his face. Um, <laughs> oh, look at this brochure. Do you see that the wheels? Was only three times. Yep. You see how the photoshopped wheels. By the way, in car brochures, especially older ones, do you notice how many, like, photoshopped wheels, like, they make them slightly bigger looking than they actually are? I never noticed that, but I would I would notice that they would change them from year to year because they'd use photos from a launch year yeah. but then tweak the car to have updates. Okay, you have to admit that um, these three-spoke wheels look really good. Like, I love the way those look. And you could get those. They basically You're have saying them. I have to admit this? Yes, you have to. Um, they had that um, from the start of the 900 SE Turbo. Because I had the 900 SE V6, which I was like terrible. I there's two different three-spoke wheel designs on this page. Yeah. This well, is different. Well, yeah, that's the 9000, you dummy. But it's... Oh, God. And those are kind of cool, too. No. Oh, there's so much to look at here. Look at where the key it's is. It's literally a trifold. Look, oh, they How is there so much little, to look at? They don't even show you where the key is, which is kind of the most important part. That's disappointing. Um, look at all these accolades. Huh? Look at that. Safest car in Sweden, 93 to 94. So what do what we got typography-wise? Is this all uh, Gil's hands? It kind of does look like that. I think it is. Which shows you how forward-thinking they were because Gil Sands is an okay typeface. I hate Gil Sands. Um, and they have something else. I think that might be Garamon Italic. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no. That's, that's some flourishes on the Fs there. Um, 
Kim's oh. closely examining. I can't tell what that is, but that's aggressively '90s typography, uh, choicing their selections. Ooh, look at the dash plastics and how they intentionally mismatched them between the radio, uh, the climate control, and the dashboard. Even though they're supposed to be the same, I think. But um, yeah, so well, you asked for it by asking me to bring something. From my own home, in my own home. I guess I brought it up on myself. Yeah. Well, I think that might be a podcast. Yeah. So let's remind the people to uh, check out the Instagram at new for ninety six. That's pretty much it. Email. Yeah, they could email us too. Does anyone email anymore? Maybe. Uh, not anymore. It's hard to say. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.